This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm small and I'm hairy. I'm a rodent with chubby cheeks. I'm brown and I'm buck-toothed, baby. What it all comes down to is trying to get my paws on that golden mic. Cause I may be a chipmunk, but I don't deserve a fucking turdy. I was waiting for a second verse. I was waiting for another verse. I liked it so much. I wanted I wanted there to be another one. Short and sweet. That's what Anders gave us. Sorry, Ander rhymes with Gander. Mm. And the good news is he just put out an album on Spotify. So you can Oh perfect. Yeah, you can find it if they go to my IG bio, which is Welcome to Anderland. Welcome to Anderland. Yeah, that was a one hand in my pocket yeah. parody because we talked about Alanis last week, Correct. who's the new goat in my eyes. So he, Ander said, I'm gonna whip something up real quick. And here's something crazy. He says, I throw music up there and cartoons too. I'm an illustrator. Oh. Oh shit. This guy, just like me, is kind of a multi-hyphenate artist. Yeah, he does That's it so all. That's so fucking Not dope like to you. see. You're, um, you... Well, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a comedian, I'm an editor. Actor? What are you talking... <laughs> you... I'm an actor and I'm an editor. You're not an actor. I'm a multi-hyphenate. What do you in act this business? in? What do you act in? <laughs> fucking headgum videos? Jake and Amir videos? TikTok. I don't think that counts yeah. as writing either. I mean, Jesus. Okay, so I'm a fucking, I am a podcaster slash editor extraordinaire, actually. That's barely, and so that's not I a multi-hyphenate, that's a slap. In addition no, to that. you don't do art. <laughs> I really do art. You uh, deal in fucking here. NFTs and you, <laughs> you've lost all your money. I'm interested in getting rich quick. And then in addition to that, I can organize a Zoom. Like, <laughs> All right, cool. So you're like an executive assistant with a side hobby that you're not good at. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's good at fucking music and cartoons. He's yeah. an illustrator. He's so much better. I, honestly, we both kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to fucking tear Ander down. That's not right. <laughs> well, what can he do? He can barely. The guitar was nice and the voice, yeah, the voice was, was kind. Good. The, the Check out his flat. animation. But I'm not what about us figured out just yet. Like anybody can sing that song. Because I got one hand in my pocket. You... And the other one is singing a cartoon. <laughs> God, I'm sad for you, man. <laughs> well, you also have seasonal uh depression disorder whatever it's called sad <laughs> whatever allergy disorder <laughs> See, yeah there's a huge difference between allergies and depression i think they've sort of backed into the the acronym there it's it's it is sad as the acronym but what's the a stand for mm. seasonal anxiety depression no no S- seasonal depression 
affective disorder. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a bad called to be sad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is very sad. It's a guy who in a painting who looks bummed because it's sort of dark and cold out, and it says light therapy may improve symptoms, and he just sort of looks bummed next to a light. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, you can try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it if it works, like whatever floats your boat, I guess. I guess whatever makes you happy, which is uh, the happiness, effectiveness of positive photon yearly therapy. Nice, um, another acronym that you happy. just backed into. Oh yeah, I guess it does stand for happy. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So thank you, Ander, for uh, tossing us an Alanis Morissette again. The more the merrier when it comes to Alanis. That's the only one we received this week that was more set themed. Mm, yeah. And that's a that's kind of a, a priority now. You know, yes. that, that'll get you to the top of the inbox if you've got Alanis. It's a fast pass mm-hmm. and it is a it, it is an absolute cutting. You can do a back cut, you can do a front cut. You can just right to the front of the line. It's a what's that thing called at the airport where you can sort of cut the line if oh, you pay yeah. the money? So it, it's that's clear. Yeah, yeah, it's a clear pass. Clear is, I flew this past weekend, and I I didn't know I talk a lot about my Delta uh, medallion status, but one of the... And it is status. One of yeah. the benefits, excuse me, I'm talking, one of the benefits of being... What? What? I, I, can't, yeah. I can't have a conversation yeah, you with you. That's right. What? What? I didn't say that. Yeah. What I'm saying is <laughs> well, I said one of what the... To, I understand what you're saying. You I said what to... Get you getting well, upset that I cut you off. One of the benefits, if I can finish... Is of being diamond medallion status is that you're gifted. And you do have a diamond me. medallion. That's so lame. <laughs> I do have diamond studs in my ears and an Ed Bastion necklace. Um, you get gifted clear, um, which <laughs> nice. It is nice, which usually yeah. costs people money. But TSA pre is pretty good. It's fine. It's you nothing cut the compared line anyway. to clear. <laughs> Because when you're clear, they just fucking, you have a handler that brings you to the front of the line. They don't make a different line. Like TSA pre was this like government sanctioned thing where they, they yeah, made they a separate changed the line. infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, if you don't have TSA pre, you got to take your shoes off. You're over here. TSA pre is like, you're trusted. Yeah. Uh, you can keep your shoes on. Your line is here. And then clear comes in and they're just like, you give me a hundred dollars. I'll bring you to the front of the line. It'll look official because I'm wearing a vest. And that's... Have you, have you ever been cut by a clear? Yes. That, that, and I <laughs> vowed to never get clear because I was so appalled by the system, which is just that they are brought in front of you and that's it. Um, but then when I got the, when I got the free... When I got the free clear, I was like, free you know and what? clear. Yeah, yeah, you were free. I, I can't say no, it's being given to me. Um, so, yeah. so now, and now I could never go back. I could never they go should, back. It's insane. You would though. think that it's just, it's, it's paying someone to make cutting seem official. Yeah, it's paying an asshole. Yeah. So that you don't look bad. Yeah. So you're, you're like, the true Sorry, asshole. I'm, I'm the biggest I'm, asshole I'm of all. I'm clear. I don't know what you want me to say. I really am yeah. clear. It's like how when you're late, they can bring you to the front of the line and you feel yeah. like an asshole, except this yeah. is like, you're not late. So you're just an asshole. You didn't make a mistake. Do you say sorry when they're cutting for you, or you're like you nod to the person that you just cut? <laughs> you nod, the mother of and four. They, yeah, and you nod and they salute you. There's a clear <laughs> member on deck. 
I'm surprised like supermarkets and other things with long lines haven't implemented this system. Like anything with a line can just create a fast pass. Give me a hundred dollars and you don't have to wait in this Whole Foods line. It's true. That's God, what a fucking bleak uh, future for society. But that's like, you've got the, it's exactly like the supermarket because you got the regular lines, you got the 12 items or less <laughs> express. And then you have, yeah. I pay Gelson's $49 a month. So I don't wait in the line. <laughs> <laughs> Gelson's clear. What well, we I mean, isn't there like an Amazon grocery store where you can just where you just scan the items as you shop? Like that's that's yeah. what should be. You like happening. walk like Right, you, you walk and you put it in your cart and you leave and it charges yeah. you. And like you have reusable bags now. So like I feel like part of the process of like checking out used to be like getting your items bagged up. But I mean you should just yeah. shop with your reusable bags, scanning them, and then pay with your phone when you leave. That's right. Automatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where we're headed. And I can't wait until we're there where we don't have to employ anybody. I just have to walk in, mm -hmm. grab my supermarket sushi and leave. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it costs $17 because it's the not too distant future. That's, that's already fine. kind of happening. They have the self checkout. So it's more yeah, just I do like self checkout. Yeah. And self-checkout's good because you could be like, ooh, I forgot to scan that steak. <laughs> and sometimes oh my. you'll finish I your sushi. I just paid for a juice. Yeah, you'll yeah. finish your sushi before you go get to the line, right? <laughs> in line. In kind. Mm -hmm. And I will pull up a chair to the hot bar so by the, by the time I scan the weight, mm -hmm. it weighs half as much as what I've already ate <laughs> because I'm clear. <laughs> and I could not be more clear with my intentions, actually. In fact... Can we introduce Jake and Amir clear right now oh. where we'll give you the podcast mm -hmm. 12 hours early? Yeah, you get you get the show as we record it. We will give you the Zoom link. So you'll be a fly <laughs> on the wall during this process. I mean, right now pretty good. you're listening to an edited version, but imagine yeah. you are just dialed in watching me and Amir on Zoom. It's exactly yeah. the same, except it's uh -huh. happening live to your eyes. And that's yes. being clear. And we do a lot of editing. Mm -hmm. We do, we, we probably speak every day for six hours and I, sh I shave it down to a lean 45 right. for the show. And only the best bits make it. This yes. one that so, you're listening to right now beat out 10 other amazing bits. Well, I don't even know if it has yet. Right. That's the crazy part. Like, yeah. this, I can see a world where we start over. This might never see the light of, the day, oh, light of day. And that's... That's what makes this beautiful is that it's just for us. This is just That's our really moment. cool. Just me. And Are you me. recording? I should ask. I Are haven't started right yet. Now? I might. Um, we, we ran the ads four times, and I think now I'm ready to record on the ads. We rehearsed those enough. Does that feel good? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any notes on the clear part? I kind of like the Whole Foods clear. Maybe we can use Trader Joe's clear when we record it. Oh, that's day. good. Yeah. I think I yeah. mentioned like a Gelson's line, like paying 49 to Gelson's, but what would you think about doing that as Albertson's? Yeah, and 39. I, name I was going to say, I was going to yeah, pitch 39. an alt. I was going to say also that I name drop Ed Bastian, and I worry that the CEO of Delta is going to be a little too far of a reach for your average. Yeah, he doesn't listener. need that smoke, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you've mentioned him before, so it is a good callback, though I don't remember if okay. we kept that in. It was episode 297. Episode 297, I remember we got that down to a lean 58 minutes from the <laughs> eight-hour record session. So yeah, it could have been left on the cutting room floor. I'll check my Here's records. Here's one, <laughs> one last thing about Clear, 
And then Mm -hmm. we really have to drop it. Yeah. Is that if everybody got clear, then clear wouldn't work. Like, correct. It's a system that can't succeed. It's Mm -hmm. like the goal is that only 10% of people use it. Otherwise, everybody has it. It's just like the fucking Dr. Seuss's, uh, Dr. Seuss's sneeches thing. Like, everybody everybody gets the stars on their belly and then then like they're then suddenly that's not that that special and then you can get them removed or whatever like eventually we're gonna have to move over and i'm gonna be taking my shoes off like an idiot but i'll be the only person in the non-tsa non-clear line (laughs) it'll just be me yeah and fucking bastion on the day (laughs) and who's bastion again ed bastion ceo of delta (laughs) shout out shout out to a real one shout out uh okay this is if i were you the only advice pod on the wad hosted by me i'm god and i'm and i'm fucking bastion (laughs) and i'm tsa Uh, pre that's cool tsa elliot so it's a poet (laughs) about um yeah security i guess right that's actually really funny remind me to delve into that deeper when we do the re-record okay yeah smart uh you sent me an email um, somebody says inviting an ex to a wedding. Yes. Correct. Mundo. I can't wait to dive in. Okay. Let's call this person X Xavier. Cause he's talking about exes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I'm a 21 year old guy living around Cleveland. My fiance and I have been sending out wedding invites and I stumbled along a little problem. One of my best friends from high school is dating one of my exes. Now, this isn't too much of an issue by itself, seeing as as this ex and I dated years ago and ended on decent terms, but my fiancé and this girl absolutely hate each other, which is completely unrelated to our dating history. We both really want my friend to be at the wedding, but the fiancé said that she doesn't even want to see this girl at our wedding. What should we do? Would it be uncouth just to not give him a plus one, or should we suck him up, suck it up, and be bigger people and invite them both? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. Uh, Xavier. Jake, tell Murph, Emily, and Caldwell, I say, what up? Oh, all right. Will do. Will do. Call him now. Um, okay, but... Call I, Murph. Yeah, I'll call him, but why don't and we drop... Why, we'll drop that this part from the final edited uh, version of the show. Yeah, and if you have Jake and Amir clear, you can actually hear Jake call Murph later and say, what up from Xavier? Yeah, straight to voicemail. Wow. Um, okay. I had a wedding. So I, I feel like I have, um, you know, some insight onto this yeah. type of thing. Yeah. But I'd you, love to hear, you don't give a plus one to everyone, right? You don't give a plus one to everyone. But if I think if you know that they're dating someone seriously, um, and especially if you've met that significant other, you would. Yeah. So is the plus one given to people who are close to you, or does it give in more priority to people who are like, Let's say the last person that made your wedding invite list. You mm-hmm. barely know this person, but he's married. Do you give him a plus one? Or do you save the plus one for like one of your best friends who's just dating somebody? Mm. I think I, I didn't have that problem really. I guess like maybe I'm thinking of like distant cousins um, that weren't, if they were married, I think they get a plus one. If I have like a So it's third about their, cousin, their connection, not your connection to that yeah. guest. Yeah, but I think like if I had, I I definitely invited like second cousins that were pretty distant that were younger, had no idea if they had significant others and did not give them a plus one. one. Because those invites came as like part of like a family unit, like 
uh, aunt, uncle, two kids, whatever. It's like that's that's who it's addressed. Yeah. To. Um, yeah. And I think I definitely gave some plus ones to people that were dating people seriously. I denied some plus ones of people that uh, didn't have very serious relationships. That's good. And did you interview those people to see how serious their relationship was? Or did no, you just it was like people that just like, gut? I trusted my gut. I trusted my gut. And actually, uh, I was correct to do so. They're no longer with those people. So nailed it. It was on. It was it was good. I th- but I think what but your like, wedding actually split them apart because they didn't get a plus one. And so it's like it sort of created this chasm. It's like, oh, you don't talk to Jake about our relationship enough. That's yeah. why you didn't think that we were. And he's like, do you not like me a like that? That you don't prophecy. brag to your friends correct. about me. Yeah, That's correct. <laughs> I think this is more about like it's it's less about inviting the the rules around inviting an ex and more around inviting someone that your wife hates. Like that was the second unrelated to this girl being his ex. He said yeah. that his his fiance hates her. So you don't want the hated person there. Yeah. I think nobody you a, hate should be at your wedding. Although if it's family then you're sort of pot committed. Yeah. I mean, I think that the wedding, the nice thing about the wedding is that it allows you to be a bigger person. You are, you have so much going on that day and you're the bright shining star. I'm talking about the um, bride that mm-hmm. if someone you hate is there or it's like, it's, it doesn't, it's not going to really show up on your radar. I don't think, at least it, it didn't for me. Anything that I was like not happy about at the wedding took a back seat because there was just like so much other stuff going on and so much positive things that you could focus on. Um, that said, it's your wedding and there are, you no can do rules. whatever you want. You make the rules. And I think if you, if your wife hates somebody, then she doesn't get invited to the wedding, you know, and you could just, or your, your like, friend. What if this guest has like a wedding clear pass? So he gets to sort of fast track himself to the main table Uh with a plus one because he paid his own way. He'll Mm. pay for the chicken and the fish. And he gets to choose the the first dance. Yeah. Because I'm clear. Because he's clear. And I'll have the first piece of cake. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I'll put some on your nose in a playful fashion. I'll do the father daughter dance, I think. I'll do the father daughter (laughs) dance. Just me with and your old father? Man. No, with her father. With her father. I'm clear for crying out loud. Hey, so, Macarena. I, I, um, this, is a, this is a don't give them a plus one situation, it seems. Yeah, and I don't think you have to think twice about it because uh, you might be friends, but this person doesn't get along with your fiance. And if they hate each other, she must know. And I think it'll be She fine. has to. Yeah. You just send that solo dolo invite to your friend. And they're not it's married. As, it, as long as they're not married, yeah. they're not engaged. It's not that serious. You could almost write it like a plus zero on the wedding invite. And then underneath says like, you get it, right? Like, you know why this isn't a you know, one. This kind of happened at my wedding where I invited somebody who had, there was no plus one. It was just like, you're invited RSVP and they wrote mm-hmm. in like their, you know, next to their, like we'll be attending. And they wrote the name <laughs> of their significant other. And so like, by the way, I'm bringing a one. Yeah. Like, and uh, it will oh, be plus. It was, it was wild. It was wild. I can't wait to hear who that is offline in the uh, unedited version. That's correct. 
Uh, okay, let's take a break. You can tell me who it is, but people will hear ads instead of that juicy, juicy tidbit. Unless, of course, you have Jake and Amir clear. <laughs> yeah. Which is $400 a month. Uh, okay, back on the other side of these words. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? <laughs> I think the well the well is dry this week. It's dry. I got nothing. You've said everything. You spoke your piece, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> Get clear. Get clear if you can. <laughs> you're, t- you're sounding like a Scientologist now. <laughs> Try to go clear. Uh, no unsolicited, but I have a pretty funny slash um, frustrating story that might entertain people. Interesting. Uh, as everybody knows, um, I had a lot of problems with my internet at the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody did. Everybody was at home. The internet was being absolutely throttled, and Spectrum Internet couldn't handle the bandwidth. It was uh-huh. too much. Yeah. 10 million people working from home in the same city. So I looked to get other internet, and wouldn't you know, fiber, which is like the goat internet, it gives you a direct line into the mainframe, uh, lets you download at 500 upload at 500 just the goat internet was just not available in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. sorry you have to use spectrum thought that was illegal but okay i have to use spectrum literally no other option yeah cut to month 18 of this fucking dystopian future we're in at&t 
sends me a, a, a little card that says, guess what? We installed fiber in your network, in your neighborhood. Huge. You can get fiber if you want. Hell yeah, sign me up. It's cheaper. It's half the price of Spectrum, and it's much faster and more reliable because, again, direct connection. Can't right. stress that enough. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, September 4th comes around. I have an appointment. Fucking rubbing my hands together. Can't wait until this guy shows up uh, and to install the internet into my house. Uh, the guy shows up. He's like, all right, so where's like the uh, where's the big fiber pole near your house to you know di- connect it to your house? I'm like, I don't know where the fiber pole is. They just said that you know where it <laughs> yeah. is and you can connect it to my house. You're, he's like, you're all right, the I'm guy gonna that go. works for fiber. You would know, right? <laughs> and he's like, I think that's it in your backyard. Uh, yeah, there's no terminal here. I'm like, okay. So what does that mean? I don't know anything about fiber internet. What's, I don't know what a terminal is. So put the terminal and put it into my house. And he's like, I can't do that. I'm the guy that installs it once the terminal is here. I don't know why they said it was ready. Okay, that's frustrating. But you know what? I have internet. Uh, he says, I'm going to call the people that put the terminal at places. They put it in and then I come back and then I connect it. Great. Great. Weeks go by. They say, okay, we did it. We finally put the terminal in. Uh, a new guy can come back and install the internet. Awesome. September 20th or whatever, instead of September 4th, uh, guy comes back. Where do you want the, where do you want the router underneath your TV? Where can I get the wire in? All right. The terminal is here. Let me plug it in your router. And, uh, there's no signal. Did they say anything about the signal not working? No, they just said that there was a terminal, now there there wasn't, now there is, and that you could do it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think that there's a signal here. Like, there must be some sort of break in the splitter and the fiber and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. Again, I don't know how this works. Usually, you just come and I have really fast internet, which is what I was hoping for two weeks ago. <laughs> Locking like, the door. It's okay. Don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> I just got to get somebody else to come out and fix this other issue that you have which is the signal not getting to your house of course yes no take your time please no big deal no big rush uh i have spectrum after all everybody's back at work so my internet's working pretty fine Mm -hmm. um then two more weeks go by yes we found the problem i'm getting texts from at&t when do you want them to come oh i'm in new york but maybe uh on october 29th which is this past week i'm finally back from new york the guy comes and he's like, okay, where do you want your router? I'm like, I already have a router. They came and installed it. There was just no signal. That's the problem. They said they fixed the signal. The router is already in my house. Wow, you already have the router. Yep, already have the router. Already got it all. And he's like, there's no signal. I'm like, yes, yes, of course there's no signal. That was the whole problem. There was no signal on September 4th. No signal on September 20th. They say they fixed it. They're coming back. You uh, let me guess. You have to call someone who will come back. He's like, yeah, I think I have to call someone, and it's like a separate team. I'm like, there's so many separate teams. Mm. Call your manager and say what the problem is. I'll, I want to be here to hear it. And he's like, okay, no problem. Call the guy. He's like, yeah, there's a. We're not getting a signal to the house. He's like, okay, let me come over and look at it. Then his boss comes over, looks at whether there's a signal or not. Where's the pole? There's the pole. Oh, there's a terminal. Great. We're much further than we were two months ago. Uh, there's no connection. I don't know. We're losing the connection between the main fiber hub of the city and you, this pole specifically. I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> what do I do now? Obviously, again, How can I'm I just help? A, We're a three-person I'm team. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> uh, he's like, so you know what? 
they can uh i have to call someone else to fix it i'm like okay great call someone else let me wait another few weeks uh, he's like no 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 this these people will come out tomorrow really tomorrow on a sunday yeah yeah they just need to fix it. they won't even need to go to your house they'll fix whatever issue there is somewhere in the fucking neighborhood and your router will magically start working that was yesterday internet just doesn't work now I don't have anybody coming. I don't have anybody saying that they'll fix it. There's no communication with AT&T anymore. No signal. No you nothing. So now I have an AT&T. <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> this is in two days, it'll be the two-month mark of when they first said that they would come. And they were not prepared for that whatsoever. And I have an AT&T router under my TV that's just blinking red and I can't turn it off. So maybe one day soon I'll get AT&T fiber and this nightmare can come to an end. But now I'm so mad at AT&T that I'm like, maybe I'll stick with Spectrum, who I originally hated, yeah. just to get back at this other multi-trillion dollar communications company. Right, because like the, the the experience has not been like seamless. You can't really imagine right. that this is going to be a much better <laughs> system. Right, so like, I guess and that's what people say. It's like whatever trillion dollar company you're mad at you can go to the other one but they're just as inept or fucked up or messed up yeah. as the one you have the real goat the real goat was fios that's verizon fios verizon fios that was always yeah. my shit that was always my shit but now i have and it's a so, spectrum family oh really and it's so individualized like i bet somebody has a great experience with spectrum and their internet's never down or somebody had a install guy from at&t and it worked instantly because somebody connected their terminal just fortunately so everyone yeah. has their favorite and everyone has their least favorite and they're all good and bad in their own s stupid ways yeah it is interesting because i i had spectrum at my last apartment and it was great it was fast it was reliable and here in this place it's not good it's like for some reason my cell phone wi-fi will not stay connected Oh, on your phone, but your computer does. My computer is always pretty fine. TV's fine. Everything, everything that's connected to the <laughs> Wi-Fi, fine. Except for me and Jill's, both of our phones will sometimes just like not load pages, even though we're connected to the Wi-Fi. We turn off the Wi-Fi. Everything is fine. <laughs> and it's and then how's how's your cell data reception in your house? Uh, cell so like just regular old service. That's regular, fine. yeah. That's so you fine. don't you almost don't need the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but you know it's nice to have. And there, there are it's devices that connect over Wi-Fi to your phone. Of course. So yes. like, sometimes I just like can't use our like thermostat because I need to be connected to it via <laughs> Wi-Fi. And I'll just like, oh, and uh, our ring doorbell Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know, of course. having a smart house is kind of stressful. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I want to have a dumb house. I want, <laughs> I want like the fucking doorbell to just do a ding dong. I just want yeah, a ding dong a doorbell. Bell. Analog. And, yeah. And I just want like a... I, I want like a thermostat that you that you press a button. I want all the yeah, lights. Yeah, like a rotary fucking, phone, a yeah. dial. I want that yeah. thick switch. I want the chunky <laughs> light switch. That's, yeah. that's what I want. But instead, everything has a goddamn fucking app. <laughs> Refrigerator has it. Yeah. Why does, why does Do you have lights? Yes. No, I specifically uh, took, all, I made all the lights dumb. I made all the lights dumb. So you can't be like, okay, Google, turn the lights on in the house or something. No, no, because it's not worth my time. It's easy to turn on a light switch. It's harder to yeah. command it with your voice. I don't want to just be talking to myself in my house all the time. Yeah. You, you had an Alexa, right? At the last place, I thought you liked it. Yeah, I do. I still have an Alexa. Every once in a while, I like to uh, ask her to tell me the weather. And that's just, that's, that's nice. about it. That's really yeah. it. <laughs> Is it raining, Alexa? 
Alexa, help. <laughs> I don't know whether to take the rain umbrella, Alexa. Buy me an umbrella, Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> Will I be chilly in a sweater, Alexa? Uh, okay. So get a dumb house. Yeah. Would you say having a smart house is dumb? Well, I, th- I guess in a way, yeah, I would say that. Because that's cool. I feel like everybody I know that has a smart house is just like constantly on their phone. And it seems like a lot more effort than just like, you know, not having to do that. Yeah. It's like, look at this. I can make the lights in this room blue. You're like, okay, that's right. nice. But then, why? Yeah, when will it you? It like takes that? a minute. It's like, oh, why isn't it connecting? Hold on. It's not doing yeah. it. Hold on. It's not doing it. <laughs> Alexa, blue. Alexa, hold on. I have to restart. All right. I'm blue. Wabu diabu die. Cut. <laughs> Cancel, like Alexa, stop. please. Stop. <laughs> Knock it off. You're embarrassing me, You're Alexa. You're trolling me, Alexa. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, here's one more question for you. Is mm. cuddling overwhelming? Or actually, the cuddling is overwhelming. Yes. From a lady. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll call her Cleopatra, cool. who's famous for cuddling. Interesting. Um, I'm a 25-year-old... 24-year-old retirement advisor, and I started seeing this guy I met on a dating app. Okay. Originally, it was just for the hookup, but here we are six months later, and we're still seeing each other. Here's the dilemma. This dude loves to cuddle. I'm talking about laying in bed until noon or even 2 p.m. cuddling every day. Sometimes he'll stop playing video games or want to leave the bar early so we can go watch a movie and cuddle somewhere. Don't get me wrong. I love a good post coitus cuddle Mm -hmm. but realistically we only have 48 hours together every week and this guy seriously wants to spend almost 20 hours of it cuddling factor in sexy time and normal stuff this leaves 22 hours for fun what's this guy's deal is he in love with me or something i recently moved to this area and i don't have any friends so i really want to make this the most of my weekends i'm getting a little annoyed that i'm wasting 42 percent of my weekend laying in bed am i being mean he always talks about wanting to get up early so we can go for a hike or go out of town for the day but he never gets out of bed my shoulders are hurting from from him holding me all dang night what should i do this is very funny uh, TLDR, my man spends too much time cuddling. Yeah. Uh, wow. I like that she's sort of analyzing it with numbers. Like, uh, I'm, I'm down to 42% of my weekend wasted in a cuddle sesh. <laughs> I can't, I can't possibly borrow any more time. She really is a good retirement analyst, I guess. Yeah. She's really like, you know, meticulously keeping track. So I yeah, thought that would appeal I, to you. Yes, I guess that's more me. Every relationship has someone that meticulously keeps track of how much percentage of your weekend you wasted cuddling, mm-hmm. and then the other person just likes to cuddle and doesn't care about that kind I of stuff. I will say, she did. She mentioned cuddling and watching a movie, which sounds a little bit more like watching a movie, you know? Like, that's... Yeah, how much can you really cuddle? Like I can understand, most, like, like, not wanting to... Your s- legs are draped over each right. other, but that's it. Yeah, like, well, sitting in bed and just, like... St- I remember being in, like, a long-distance relationship, and there was, like, an element of, like, I just want to, like, hang out in bed and, like, stare at each other. Yeah. So... What's I, your love language? I'm serious. What's your love language? I'd love to talk about this. I would love to talk about that. Do you want to know? Do you actually want to yeah. know? It's all of them because you want all of the things all the, time. all the time. You want acts of service. You want gifts. You want loving language. You yeah. want touching. Well, there's what you receive and there's what you give. There's yeah. What, um, for me, I it's the same for both. I like I like receiving <laughs> words of affirmation. And I like receiving <laughs> <laughs> presents. No, I like words and service. That's that's my shit, and th- that's what I like to give as well. 
I see. What are the other ones other than words and service? Uh, touch, time, and gifts. I see. I, yeah, gifts is a gifts is a tough one to constantly want to get. Yeah, gifts is low for me. Gifts is low, but like you can do small gifts. You know, like I I got you a coffee. I picked you up a, a keychain. I that's cool. Sent sending you a song. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's just. But like then there's also acts of service. Acts which of seems service like it overlaps overlaps with the gifts mm -hmm. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but also acts of service is really I think the the main one. That's like that's the goat. It's like they're if all, you love they're someone, all service. you do acts yeah. of service. That's like that's what you do. Um, that's nice. I also think that an act of service is learning to speak someone's love language. So like, you know, so you're like you sort of giving yourself credit for that yeah, one. If you're you basically you want, what I'm saying, and it's also a gift. It is. A, I'm I'm so, well, that's what I'm saying. You. Like, if you if you appreciate gifts, but I don't give gifts, that's not my love language. But I do decide to get you a gift because I know your love language. <laughs> then actually, that's an act of service. <laughs> And I'd appreciate words of affirmation on that front, if you this don't This is mind. you at a marriage counselor. Because <laughs> I'm technically giving her a gift every day yeah. with my service, which is also a nice word, mm -hmm. which she doesn't give me. Yeah, don't you usually just give the ones that you want to get? I think so. I think so. Like, but I like service more than words. I don't need words, really. Yeah. No, you don't. Um, I'm, I need Thank words, you. and I'm also free with the words. I give them out. Um, but some people who don't almost too willy nilly. Yeah. Like, cause you don't, you don't care about words, but I'll give them to you and you don't, it, you don't appreciate them. So, yeah. so it's like, it's almost like, what's the, what's the fucking point of being well, nice actually every all? podcast episode, you give me a, an artificial, um, shit statue. Yeah. So I wouldn't say you give me words. And I knew you were going to bring that up. And that's a turdy right there for trying to throw something in my face. It's tacky. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Not, not fair you were and i'll actually be taking the, the golden mic because of my acts of service for the show yeah yes you think you do a I lot do think and I you lot. yeah and you think i do a i little. actually think i give a and lot of time not... and a light touch to the show yes. sometimes a heavy touch i just i decide what it needs and i give it what it needs because that's an act of service and that's you have no present. love language you have hate languages for me you give me acts of disservice and you give me words of disgratitude and then you give me anti-gifts you give me an anti-gift the turdy statue these words are poison these words are poison <laughs> i hope you know that so what should this lady do sort of try to cut down on the uh cuddling time how do you say that i think there's a world where this kind of like happens on its own the infatuation starts to wear off you know yeah but it's it happens you can only cuddle for so long in an ldr it happens a bit slower um you can say something though you could just be like and i don't think you necessarily have to be like i don't like cuddling we're doing this too much but like he mentions hikes then like you know take them up on that it's like you said you want to go on a hike let's do it you stand up yeah. you leave it's hard to like walk away from somebody when they're in the process of cuddling but I think he can be trained, uh, not unlike a puppy, to just, you know, you get up, go on the hike, let's go, let's get out of here. We'll cuddle when we yeah. get home. And, and the yeah. cuddle time gets shorter and shorter. You can't stay until be in bed until two. Um, I mean, what kind of, that's too long. It's too long of a cuddle time. Yeah, but I will say your concern is super valid. I think he likes you. I think he likes He's, you. He's definitely He might actually, you. yeah. You don't want to cuddle with someone you don't like. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take another break. Come back, answer one last cue on the other side of these word noise. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. 
Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results. That know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Uh, All right. One last question. Being, quote, the other guy, end quote. Ah. The other guy, we'll call this guy Will Ferrell, who is the star of a film, The Other Guys. Good. Very good. Did you ever watch that movie? I didn't, frankly. You know, they shot parts of it at the IEC building where we used to work. I recall that. That's a Mark Wahlberg flick. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody wants to watch that film with Jake, reach out. Maybe he could do like this little act of service, a Zoom group watch, a Netflix watch party. I don't feel like I'm going to have time, but okay. Did you watch uh, Succession last night? I certainly did. I certainly solid up. Yeah, obviously a solid up. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I think that was the definitely the best episode of the season. I would say. Oh, interesting. Did yeah. you like? Or actually, did you know who that guy was? The security guy who like went up to Kendall and said like, "I know what you are. Or I know you are or something." I did not, but Jill did, and uh, yes, it was very very good. Yeah, it's it's like a guy who knew about his thing at the end of season one right yeah and we actually watched that scene in season one it's the guy exact same guy yeah who's like in the room with them when logan tells him what to do right he basically cleaned it up 
Wow. So that was that guy going rogue and like threatening Kendall, or was it like a message from Logan to be like, say that to him or something? I feel like I, you know, I'm not sure, but I feel like it was from everything is Logan's pulling all the strings. I feel like, I feel like it's from Logan. And then at the last shot of the episode is Kendall staring at his phone. Do you think he's sort of smiling watching the FBI or was he sort of like watching the Z-Way show and being annoyed? No, I think that was, he was at a low point. He watched the FBI. He's, he realizes that it's this tit for tat chess game <laughs> and that like he just won a round and he's like yeah. built back up because they punched him hard with the letter. He punches yeah. back. Um, <laughs> the letter. Well, that was quite a gut punch, actually. It sort of derailed his entire day. Yeah, I felt like season, episode two was really good and fun to watch, but everything ended exactly where it started. So there was yeah. no like there was no forward movement. It was like everyone said what they were thinking at the beginning of that episode. They talked in circles for an hour, and then at the end, it was the exact same. So I was a little yeah. upset by that. Not upset, but it was like, kind of fun it, to see. It was fun to see all the four kids in the room together. Yeah, it doesn't. It totally. It does not matter if the show is good or bad because it's always Succession, and it's. It's <laughs> a good. That's a good actual critique. It doesn't matter if the show is good or bad because it's always Succession. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fanboy, but man, they like, cannot lose you. Everyone is so I, good. Everyone's so I, goddamn good in that show. I asked uh, Avitala when we were watching. I'm like, if. Kendall and Shiv just started making out right now. Would that ruin the show for you? And she was like, it depends on how they justify it. So, like, I think we're all just sort of held captive by succession, and they literally can do no wrong. Yeah, I think in, like, season five, we'll start to be annoyed. One thing I don't like that they do is they sometimes, like, make subtle references to, like, uh, Logan Roy as Trump and... And I'm just like, that's, he's can be his own guy. We don't have to, like, <laughs> at one point he like yells that it's a witch hunt. And like, it, oh, interesting. The season, I didn't get that, but yeah. The season before that, he was like, I'll tweet and the markets will move. I'm like, Logan Roy's never been on Twitter before. Like, you're just <laughs> doing a Trump thing. Interesting. Yeah. Now that that's in my head, I wonder if I'll notice it more. You might. Uh, all right. Being the other guy. Mark Wahlberg, or Will Farrell writes, uh, for a couple months now, I've been seeing my office coworker, let's just say she's a dime with curves in all the right places, and we seem to click whenever we talk. Neither of us wanted our coworkers to find out, so we've kept it quiet. We'd always meet at my apartment a few times a week. We have fake contacts for each other in our phones and only meet in public, coincidentally, in groups. I assume she didn't want anyone to find out of, uh, because of the office dating rules and our nosy, nosy coworkers spreading drama. But last week we were at my place and I had just finished earning my golden mic. (laughs) Jesus. She went to the bathroom and left her phone on the nightstand and it lit up with a message from somebody named Ryan. When are you coming home, dear? I moved it to the other side of the bed and acted as though I hadn't seen it. And I didn't talk about it and she left without mentioning it. I'm not sure what to do. I can't talk to most of my friends about it because they're mutual coworkers. I feel shitty being the other guy, but I don't want to stop seeing her because I feel like we have a connection. Is there any way to, that text wasn't from someone that she's dating slash married to? Should I give up something that makes me happy just because it's the right thing to do? Have either of you guys been the other guy? Thanks for your time. The insight would be greatly appreciated. Toda. Wow. Mm. Um, okay. So here's, the, I do you feel like that? I think that could be a like a cute roommate or friend text, don't you? 
when are you coming yeah at the very least he can justify it to himself by uh if he if it helps him sleep at night you can say yeah that was just a gay roommate that she has Mm -hmm. i'm not currently splitting up her relationship so i no longer have to think about it or ask her about it yeah at the very least i don't think that you can do like your own sleuthing to find out you're the other guy and then get your like this so far is not on you It'll be on you if and when she comes clean and says she's in a relationship. Then you can make the decision. But there's no reason to try to get ahead of something that hasn't happened yet, you know? Yeah, like, do you have the moral obligation to find out as though, like, she's cheating on you? Yeah, I don't think you need to... I don't think the moral obligation is on you. Like, what, every time you match with somebody on Tinder, do you need to, like, be like, hey, how's it going? You just making sure you don't have... Uh, you know, a significant other that you're actively trying to cheat on through this app. Like, you have to let people just be in charge of their own lives. And as you find out what they're up to, you can, you know, that's yeah. when you make your decisions. But Well, there's a difference between asking up front and then also, like, I saw a text. But then you have to sort of implicate yourself by saying that you snooped. Yeah. And the relationship isn't serious enough to warrant any kind of uh snoopage or anything like that i think you just stay the course proceed as like business as usual maybe with a with a with an ever so slight uh hint of suspicion so you can seize on the next opportunity if she mentions anything that sounds fishy you know you can you can find some way to like get this information out but i don't think you can be like do you have a boyfriend named ryan i saw the text yeah, you could say, what was your longest relationship? <laughs> when did it end? Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. ever hooked up with Orion last <laughs> night? <laughs> sort of little <laughs> casual things like that. That's good, yeah. Or like when you text her, say, when are, when are you going to get to the bar, dear? See if that oh, sparks cool. anything. Sparks any joy. Mm-hmm. Get it? Like the guy Ryan that texted you last night? What's the deal there? Yeah, precisely. Uh, okay, so you're saying you don't have to... Um, uh, uh, launch an investigation um no. proceed as as it's been happening yeah and i think you can you know mentally prepare for the fact that there might be some some revelations to come um yeah and maybe you can talk about coming out as a couple and see how she talks or reacts to that that's interesting yeah it also definitely depends on how you feel about her if this is like if you like the casual work hookup, but you're worried that you're the other guy, I think you don't have to worry and just keep on the casual work hookup. But if you're like trying to get into a serious relationship, then I think Amir's right. You just kind of broach the idea of, um, you know, of like taking the next step in your relationship and, and see if any Ryan things come up. And do give us a follow-up pup. We deserve to know the answer, too. I would agree. This 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 does uh, necessitate a follow-up pup. What if she was like, you're snooping in my phone. Ryan is my dad. Oh. When are you coming home, dear? And yeah, yeah we hook up occasionally. It does. But like, that's like, nothing you to coming be jealous home? of. When are you coming home, dear, definitely does not sound like, you know, a boyfriend or anything. It could easily be uh, a father. A grandfather. Or a stylist. It could be a stylist. stylist. When are you coming to see me at the salon? This actually does remind me of unsolicited advice that I have. Um, Oh. I started rewatching Mad Men, which is, you know. Wow. An affair-based show. Yeah. It's so good. It's so fucking good. You were saying people should just rewatch Mad Men. Yeah, just rewatch Mad Men. 
So you're done with new shows. You're like, let me just hop onto a show I watched 10 years ago. I like, I like watching new shows, but usually it's like Jill and I um, finding new shows. And this past week I was in LA, I was flying back. Um, I was like scrolling through stuff on the TV and I saw that they had Mad Men. I was like, I'll watch the pilot again. And I was captured. You got hooked? Yeah. I watched three episodes in a row. It's so good. I, I think I told you this, but I watched every episode of Mad Men except for the last five that I was selling, saving for a flight to Australia, and then I just fell asleep, and then I never went back to watch it. Now I just wow. have watched every episode but the last few. You should definitely watch the last few. Yeah, I don't, I don't, quite, I don't even remember what the story was at that point. Let's do a Mad Men uh, rewatch podcast. That's cool. Called Mad Women, and we just sort of talk as though we are the female voices of the show i can be january jones and you can be christina Hendricks, and we can just sort of go into stories that happen on set and it's sort of like an interesting tilt because We're the show the is own. so yeah. yeah masculine for, for what i was gonna say it's oh, like okay. it'd be interesting to hear so we from the whip, january the jones <laughs> and christina Hendricks. yeah you like, i like this episode this is so, they were so polite Ro- oh i love roger roger is so funny he's mm-hmm. exactly like that he's the life of every party etc whatever it doesn't fucking matter because it's a podcast that is a there really, are no rules as much as i mean you're stupid but that's a really interesting idea for a show i'm christina Hendricks. <laughs> i mean so you don't sh- even disguise your voice a, yeah, either no it's just me but i am pre- <laughs> i'm pretending to be the is first legal played joan Yes. So we call it Mad Women. Yeah. It's, and it's just like, that's hey, the name of the, the show. Mad Women. I'm Christina Hendricks. I'm January Jones, and we're going to be rewatching episodes with you guys. First up is this first episode, and I liked it. Right. Being on set was fun that week. Oh, January, <laughs> here's your debut. Here it comes. Yes, wow. Thank you. So I thank remember you. shooting this scene. Do you remember this outfit, Jan? Yeah, I was wearing it. I put on a dress, and I just said my lines. <laughs> would anyone would anyone fucking notice would anyone sue <laughs> and if it was so popular could they sue or would the wheels be in motion to would the it, point yeah. where we could say it was parody or it was libel or it was slander so it was and then we don't get a cease and desist we just get a desist because january no. and christina <laughs> are gonna enter and take over the feed we actually get a seize and insist. So they'll take over the feed themselves and insist that they become the host. That'd be cool. I could see that working. Okay. Let's put a pin in that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anybody has Jake Namir clear, you actually have pretty interesting access to the <laughs> yeah. rough cut of that first right. episode. To the brainstorming of it, which we're going to get into now. But we'll end this podcast. Yes, this podcast, as you're hearing it now, is over. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for submitting your theme songs and your questions. It's show at gmail.com. And for more of us, not Jake and Amir Clear, but we do have a Patreon. For four ninety nine a month, you can watch yeah. hundreds of videos. We're doing Jake and Amir rewatches. Lonely and Horny is on there. My speech at your freaking wedding is on there. Correct. And all I'm time. I'm serious. And all time. And you know speech. what? It's, it's November 1st, so you get billed monthly for this stuff. So now is the best time to mm-hmm. hop on the Patreon train because you'll get a full month for that four ninety nine, Correct. Uh, so yeah, check it out. And uh, the opening theme song was that Alanis Morissette, remember by Ander? Loved AKA it. A.K.A. Gander? Loved it. Uh, 
This closing one is by Matthew, who said, I've been following you guys since Monopoly, and I just saw the HeadGum live show, and it finally motivated me to throw my hat into the intro ring. Here's my terrible rendition of the Full House theme song. Ooh. No SoundCloud to promote, but feel free to plug my Instagram, the Matster of None. Good. Instead of Master of None, Got it's it. Matster. Exactly. Where I make various arts and crafts. Oh my God, another multi hyphenate. Woodworking, photo editing, graphic design, animation. I can do all that shit too, no, dude. You cannot. You cannot. Woodworking. <laughs> That's the hardest one. The hardest one. But you can't do it. You've never <laughs> held a saw. You've never held a piece of wood, frankly. <laughs> Which is funny because I resemble a woodland creature, but mm. I'm afraid of trees, right. if you can believe it. I can't. Uh, okay, thank you, Matt, and thank you to uh, Andrew, and thanks to you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. Ciao, everybody. Peace. Three, Three two, two, one. Whatever happened to seizing the cheese? Surge Man, the Game Boy, Amir's Turnies, you miss John Wolf and friends. Waiting for Tom and Ben. If I were you, show a podcast show. There is Jake and a golden mic too. Who? If I were you, show a podcast show. There's a mere one coy dude. If I were you, show yeah. When you need advice and you're all alone, these two pals will help you along. If I were you show that was a hit gum original one two three four those are numbers but you already knew that if you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car use kelly blue book my wallet on auto trader they're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.